Today's episode of Splain Yourself is brought to you by Sperry, our bestest and oldest sponsor. Sail on over to their semi-annual sales event going on right now. You can get the same bland, uninspired colors they've been selling for years for 35 to 50% off. Please visit www.sperry.com. Welcome to Explain Yourself, a podcast where anyone can attempt to explain anything, regardless of expertise. I'm the Muscle Hamster, and that's Diddy Bread. Yes, also Michael and Sarah on the streets. Yeah, we're on the streets, dog. <laughs> uh, who do we have explaining themselves today, Diddy Bread? It's just you and me, pal. All right, let's do this. All right, so our topic today is meditation. I think with, with the start of a new year, people are thinking, you know, let me see if I can improve myself. Let's make some resolutions. And maybe one of the things you want to improve about yourself is your ability to, I don't know, focus or calm yourself, or <laughs> especially to, with what's going on in our world right yeah, now. Yeah, or to me, it's to manage the circumstances, the speed of which have come to us mm. greatly increased in the past, I don't know, eight months. Yeah. Our world is more, or at least mine, is more chaotic and moving faster yes. than ever <laughs> Uh, before yeah i don't think you're alone there no because there is a whole new sort of constricting factor for most of us yes in in covid makes things extra difficult to manage and limiting in a lot of ways right so i think that meditation is now more important for people and I think the other thing I've seen that's cool, Diddy Bread, is I've seen a lot of discussion of mental health during COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And the importance of it. I mean, I think it's important all the time. Sure. Um, but this is a great tool for your mental health. Okay. And you have more of a history of meditation than I do. And we should probably clarify what we mean by meditation. It's probably more clear now than it ever has been, especially yeah. in our... It's newer to, um, to Western culture, I think. But... We have kind of, like we do with everything, we've, we've taken it and kind of made it our own yes, <laughs> thing. Right. And so if you just look up the definition of meditate, uh, you get a couple of them. One is to engage in contemplation or reflection, which is very, very broad. And then the, the second more specific definition would be to engage in mental exercise, such as concentrating on your breathing or repeating a mantra for the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness, which I think that pulls in kind of the more Eastern, the mm -hmm. origins of meditation. Mm -hmm. So when you say meditate, Michael, mm -hmm. what do you mean? I am much closer to the second definition. Okay. To engage in a mental exercise for the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. Mm -hmm. Except for I'm not always trying to reach a measure of spiritual awareness. Okay. So so definitely concentrating on something, but not necessarily, you're, you're not bringing in the spiritual aspect of it. But sometimes, but not most of the time. Not most of the time. Okay. That's fair. Right. Because, and here's what I think the difference is. Mm -hmm. For me, and when I meditate, I'm aiming at nothing. Mm. Your goal is nothing. emptying your mind? Yeah, nothing. Okay. So I don't want to think about spiritual anything because there's nothing there. This is very Seinfeldian. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brain about nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's interesting. I wonder how many different 
approaches or goals people have in meditation. I was actually talking to my brother about it earlier today. I think meditation for me would be for the purpose of bringing me out of a troubling pattern of thought. Yeah. Yeah. But meditation is also just a regular, you know, practice. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to, it, it doesn't have to be a tool that you're using to fix a problem that you're having. It could just be, this is just something I regularly do. Mm -hmm. So is that something you've built into your daily or weekly routine? No, I don't have a consistent steady meditation practice. Okay. There are times when I have maybe a week or two or a month or whatever not usually. I'm much closer to the idea of things are going awry yeah. in the old noodle and right. let me pull on this. I see. But I think there are two aspects. So there's one, we'll call that the calm down. Okay, the calm so, down. So that's mainly when I do it. But mm-hmm. then if I was wiser mm-hmm. and this, you could look at meditation as an exercise, not in the loosest definition, but in the literal definition of the same way you would look at squats. Okay. All right. If you want to be a good squatter or deadlifter or bench presser or whatever it is, if you want to be muscly like the muscle hamster, <laughs> you got to lift them weights. You do. Right? And the key to lifting weights is doing it. Right. Right? And eventually you can lift more weights and you're a better weightlifter. Right. So you just do it and you keep doing it and right. that's how you get good at it. Right. Yeah. The same thing I think with meditation, but instead of getting big legs or a thick torso like somebody <laughs> lifts a lot of weights is what you have the ability to do is detach your brain from your thoughts. Okay. The the analogy I always hear is that your ability to deal with your thoughts is like a passing cloud. Okay. I think X. This is not mm-hmm. true not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. I recognize that it's just a thought. Right. And I can pass it along as that, and it's not going to affect my behavior. Okay. The truth of the matter, I think, is that because you think something or feel something, it is not necessarily true. Right. You ever been nervous over nothing? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Your nerves were not true. Right. So the idea that your thoughts are somewhat out of your control and that they can be, at best, just kind of troubling and at worst, like, destructive. Mm-hmm. Right. And they can also be very positive. Sure. Right? Absolutely. But uh, obviously no one wants to have troubling thoughts. No. And so when we do have them, there ought to be a way to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this is what meditation is for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mostly what it is. Okay. And if I was to do it in the more exercise way, mm-hmm. and then I would be better at going, okay... That's just a thought or a feeling. Mm-hmm. This is not the be-all and end-all. And it is not the dictator of how the rest of X is going to go. Right. Right? Okay. Like, I feel crappy currently. I don't have to feel crappy all day. Right. If I can just sort of weather this, push mm-hmm. it away, and then I could probably have a better afternoon. Sure. I'm not... There's no guarantee that I'm going to feel awesome. Right. 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 So it's not asking for a complete turnaround. What it is is to make the best... Maybe improve a little bit right. on this. So for you, meditation is like mood altering. Yes. Okay. Sometimes. But this is not always to say that I can do this. Right, right. Just if we go back to the squat analogy. Yes. I drop. I drop the bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right, exactly. Yeah, like sometimes it I, happens. Go, I go down for a squat and I can't get back up. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And, and I think 
meditation is a skill. It's mm-hmm. it, like yeah. you were describing. It's something you have to practice mm-hmm. and you get better and better at it. I guess the next question, though, is like, what really is it and how do you practice it? Could you go through your process? Right. I'll be happy to go through my process. Yeah. And I want to hear from yours. Sure. So what is it? It is, for me, stop. All right. First, we have to acknowledge that we have some kind of problem. Okay. Sometimes when you have a problem, you think you're absolutely right. Mm. You know what I mean? That's me with every problem. Right. Yeah. You go like, yeah, I'm absolutely right <laughs> it here. It usually I takes sh- somebody else telling me yeah, like, hey. I, sh- <laughs> I should be angry about this. <laughs> right, right, right. Or I should be upset. Or there is more going on here than I can handle. Mm-hmm. So first is acknowledgement that, no, we don't have to see things this way. Right. If somebody breaks in your house and steals your animal, like, it's okay to be angry. Sure. Sometimes, though... I get angry about things or annoyed or whatever about things that really aren't, you know what I mean? It's just not, not worth really getting it's, angry. Over. It's not all that. Or I am worked up over s- several things going on simultaneously, none of which are big deals. Sure. But what I've, I've spun myself up. This does, You can't think of one because this doesn't happen to you very often. It happens to me like 25 times a day, like in the car every day. Well, I get irrationally angry. <laughs> yes, that's because your driving is out of control. But <laughs> no, it's because everyone else is terrible. Yeah, yeah, at it's everyone else's fault. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You're not willing to acknowledge a problem, right? Actually, you are willing to acknowledge a problem. It's that the rest of us are horrible drivers. That's the problem. Yes, and I have to admit, I was pretty spun up this morning when I woke up. Yeah. After last night. Oh. I was on some like. Hey, what what are we gonna do if we have a civil war stuff? Right, right. So high anxiety. Yeah. yeah, and then like, can I sign up for the army? I can't <laughs> the army. Yeah, and for listeners' benefit, we'll just say this: we're we're recording on January seventh, twenty twenty one, the day after the uh, armed insurrection yes. to the Capitol. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I'm not joining the army. I'm forty years old and weak. Were Nobody you really wants... thinking about this? Like, <laughs> I said, to I'm Lauren, not laughing at you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I I said to Lauren on the way out the door. Hey, we're going to have a discussion when I get home today about what we're going to do if a civil war breaks out. Oh, my God. Like, seriously. You said this a is thousand, a serious conversation we're a having. A thousand percent serious. We're going to come wow. home tonight and scheme what we do. Wow. So I was spun up. Like, it happens. Yeah, sure. And you acknowledge now that that was just ir- an irrational train of thought to be on. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, so did you did you work your your mojo with your meditation? I did, I did. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Yeah. First thing you do is you take everything that is distracting mm-hmm. and you put it away, put your cell phone away, mm. things that make noise, things that emit a ton of light. Mm-hmm. Second thing you do is find a comfortable seat. Okay. The third thing I do is I find a good position I can sit in. Right. And then. I try and sit with my back up. I'm going to model this behavior for Sarah, even though mm-hmm. nobody's videotaping this. <laughs> sit up. Okay. Sit, sit calmly. Yeah, we just got good posture going on got, here. Yeah, straight. Yep. And then I'm going to start breathing. Okay. I'm going to try and breathe into the microphone. That's the dulcet tones yes. of muscle hamsters. That's right. Yeah. You held it there for a second. Mm-hmm. That's good. And the longer I can hold it, I can probably actually do a little better. The longer I can hold it, the better I am. I think because holding it, doesn't that just kind of help you concentrate a mm-hmm. little better? Yeah. And what I'm really seeking to do is have nothing in my brain 
and all I want to do is listen to my breathing. Okay. So you know you can hear yourself breathe better than you can... Yes. But I can pick it up on the microphone. Yes. And that's all I want to do. Okay. So you're just focusing on your breathing. And I'll sit there for as long as I can bear to do it. Okay. And what happens if a distraction occurs or your mind wanders to something? I acknowledge it's mm-hmm. a feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say like, this is a feeling. and I need to go back to listening to my breathing. Okay. Well, that seems pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It's one of these things that is simple but not easy. <laughs> right. Because we live in a world where you are supposed to be constantly on the go. Yes. And you, Diddy Bread, like you have noise on here all the time, right? Like when you come home oh, by yourself. Oh, yeah. I don't do silence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even that, a lot of people when I ask them, like, well, why don't you just start with that? They find that disconcerting. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. that there's no noise in the house. I have I have had periods of quiet recently because I think there's just been so mm-hmm. much. I've been inundated with so very much. I think I get too deep into the, you know, what's going on on social media. And if I feel like I'm overwhelmed, mm-hmm. with, I will turn everything off just to kind of re-center myself but that doesn't last very long um right so how long do you think if you have recenter yourself how long do you think you can do it before you go back to it depends if i'm deeply thinking about something i it, it can be a longer period uh-huh. of time but i can't deeply think for that long either i would i would say probably like a 10 minute max on yeah. my on my quiet time <laughs> but yeah if i had unlimited time which i never do i could right. do, i could easily push 20 minutes or a half hour really yeah okay and the other thing people say to me is oh i would do that but i'd fall asleep <laughs> really yeah do you fall asleep when you meditate sometimes you know what I say? isn't that great you know what i say <laughs> yeah good i know right, right? take a nap you, um, you probably need it <laughs> you prob- that's probably half yeah. of the cause of your angst right right is that you didn't get enough sleep right and usually if i'm able to Let's say I set a timer for a half hour. Okay. If I'm able to catch an extra 12 minutes of sleep, I probably feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Right? Nailed it. The other thing and how I know this works is that I can actually monitor my heart rate through my whoop strap, which doesn't pay us any sponsorship. Oh, I had one of those. Yeah. A friend bought, bought me one of those. Yeah. Or any of your heart rate monitoring devices. If you breathe correctly, you can actually watch your heart rate go down. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. And anybody can do I've it. I've done that, too, on my watch. There have yeah. been times where I've noticed it going up or down. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I wonder if I can manipulate this. You, you can. Yeah, that's cool. And so that's kind of how it works for me. That's your process. And you, you said you do it for about how long? Uh, it just depends how much time I have. Okay. I, I mean, usually 10 or 12 minutes. Okay. But, but you can also do the same thing. Like I'm describing like in a perfect setting, you know, it's a Saturday and sure, I have a sure, bunch sure. of time. But you can do it at any point. Right? I was going to ask too, because if I'm angry in the car, I can't necessarily get rid of all my distractions, but it would be great to be able to, I mean, you can focus on your breathing while you drive. Yeah, you can you focus on your breathing to, while you drive. Right. And I would say... That if you are that angry, maybe you need to pull over. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't get that angry. Right. But if somebody... Because people shoot at each other, so <laughs> no, there are folks who get... No, I don't have road rage. Um, you don't have road rage. 
No. Oh. No. Road rage is when like you've you've snapped and like you're ready to get out of the car. Oh, okay. And throw, no, you don't do that. Throw hands with somebody. Yeah. No. 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 I've never been at that point. Right. No. 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 I'm just like, oh, come Mo- on, idiot. You shouldn't be in this lane. Move or blah, out of the way. Blah. Right. Bread coming through. Right. Cause. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's that's reasonable to me. That seems like a very simple, even though sometimes hard to do. Mm-hmm. Seems like Sim- a, simple but not easy. Right. As long as you plan for it, I think it'd be a very easy thing to just incorporate. But my into thing your is like you, you don't even need to plan for it. You don't need to plan for right. it. I guess I'm saying if you're starting this yeah. as a new thing, yes. you might need you to might practice need, and, you and plan. Need to carve out some time in your right. day. Right, right. But, Set a timer or a reminder or uh-huh. something. And, and there are lots of things that you can use to help you get started. Yeah. We'll talk about those later. And my other thing is like once you get good at it, mm-hmm. like let's say you're in your office and Steve from accounting is bothering you. <laughs> right. Close the door. Yep. Pick a place on your wall or whatever. Yeah. And you can do essentially the same thing. Right. And nobody in the office will be like, oh, that guy's in there sleeping. And they'll be like, oh, he's staring at something. Right. And it will work as well. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds great to me. Yeah. Um, This is one of those things I would recommend to people that has no downside. Right. Yeah. Unless you view like the time it takes as a downside. But like, honestly, you can't you can't find 10 minutes. (laughs) Right. You know, you can't take some of your TikToking and devote it to meditate. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. but that's not to judge anybody for TikToking. Like, do what you got to do. You know? Right. Absolutely. But it could be argued that meditating does almost the opposite of what streaming through social media yeah. does. Yeah. I look at yeah. the TikToka, which is fine as any other social media site, right. which are all garbage, <laughs> that they are brain clutterers. Yes. And, you know, they have their uses, like follow our podcast that. Absolutely. Uh, Splain underscore yourself on Twitter. But they also come with a lot of negative side effects. Absolutely. The addictive or, nature. Yeah, or negative consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the opposite. Yeah. I got into meditation. I bought this book. I don't even know what inspired me. It's called 10% Happier by this guy named Dan Harris, who's actually a news anchor. Okay. Um, and I think it may have even made the New York Times bestseller list. And I heard an interview with this guy, Dan Harris. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know, a lot of people's brain are gunked up with social media. The good news, that's the bad news. The good news is if you gunk your brain up with social media, you can also ungunk it. You can it. ungunk it. And I was yeah. like, dang, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you can ungunk it. Yeah, that's great. Like most things in life, if you've messed it up, you can. there is a way to mm-hmm. fix it, right? Yeah. I like that. It's a pretty harmless idea when it's described that way. And I, I don't know, maybe we're past the point where people are hesitant about meditation because of its because of its history and connotations. But here in the South, the good old Bible Belt, uh-huh. we've got a lot of, you know, evangelicalism. We've got a resistance to anything that even like has a hint that it might be associated with a, a religion other than Christianity. Right. And so I think when meditation probably first got introduced here, I don't know Mm -hmm. when that was, but there was probably a backlash just from people kind of saying that's anti-Christian. Right. Because it's from a different religion or place. I think it is not anti-anything. No, of course not. We know better now. (laughs) Right. And But the other thing is, to me, 
also prayer and meditation go together great. I agree. And that's actually, yeah, that's kind of the road I was headed down here is that not only are they not opposing uh, ideas, whatever, whatever ideas you've got from uh, Christianity in terms of what you what you should be doing with your mind which there's tons in Christianity mm-hmm. yeah. about what we should be doing with our mind. None of that, I think, is opposed to anything we get from meditation. And in fact, the word meditate is in the Bible. It's used in the Bible right. in terms of like what, what you should be doing with Scripture. You should meditate on the words that mm-hmm. are in our religious text because yeah. because the things that you might otherwise naturally be meditating on might not be as good for your mind mm-hmm. as these things. So... That's kind of what I think of when I think meditate is not only the practice of of stopping and clearing mm-hmm. your head, but also putting in yeah. something that is greater than <laughs> what you are bringing to the table. Yeah, right? I, I think that's like a perfectly good way to do it. Yeah. In, in many ways, like meditation is much like yoga and jujitsu in that you there is no one way to do this or, right. or to play basketball right like there are some rules and guidelines sure but like russell westbrook plays different basketball than james harden and yes you you and i would probably do yoga differently yes right yes even the same poses would look different you can't even touch your toes i can't even touch my toes (laughs) and you know there are there are people who have not to be too jujitsu dorky, but there are people who have different jujitsu games, right? Okay, there's different they, like they, styles. Yeah, they're different yeah. styles. They okay. approach it differently. That makes perfect sense. And all of these things are good as long as they're good for you. Right, exactly. And I think the fundamentals of meditation are the same regardless of what approach you're taking. So the idea that that we want to kind of gain a little more control over where our minds go, yeah. I think is the bottom line. There. Yes, and there's there's lots of religious overlap there. Um, for those who, if you're still hesitant about meditation, I don't think that you should be. So, so meditation for me is kind of intermingled with prayer. Yeah, and so the John and I, my brother and I, were talking earlier, and um, I told him we were doing this episode, and he uh-huh. was like, "Yeah, I mean, praying without ceasing." You know, you've mm-hmm. heard that expression. Yeah. And when we were kids and heard that expression, it was kind of ridiculous to us. Like, yeah. that's pretty daunting. Like, nobody can do that. Don't be silly. We're not taking this literally. We thought it was just kind of a, you know, metaphor or yeah. something. But I think what Paul was getting at is what we're talking about is like throughout the day, if you realize that like, okay, my head just went here uh-huh. or my my behavior here is reflecting something that I don't really like <laughs> about right. myself, yeah. you can stop there and you can focus on... Um, like pick a Bible verse or just talk to God about what's going on mm-hmm. and how you're feeling about it and ask for, you know, if you if you're the kind of person who prays in a way that says, God, I need you to give me something like do that. But but I think that those are so closely related. And that's yeah, that's kind of how meditation comes in for me. And I even, you know, I'll take that to the level of I'm going to stop and write my prayer down yeah. just so I can stay focused. Uh-huh. That, that actually helps me a lot. Yeah. And you could even sort of go from prayer to mantra, which is a popular yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Right. Which is to take 
maybe the one or two keywords of the prayer. Right. And instead of listening to your breath. That's right. You could just kind of repeat them as you breathe in and out. Exactly. Which is hugely helpful. That Exactly what you're talking about it has been helpful to me in situations where maybe I can't, because of what I'm doing, uh-huh. I can't stop and do a full prayer, but right. I can just take like a couple thoughts yeah. or ideas and just kind of be repeating those to myself in my head. Because it's hard to focus to do a whole prayer. And I think a lot of Christians have been trained to like pray these very long, eloquent mm-hmm. prayers. And I don't think that's helpful for meditation. I think the way that you hear like pastors and other people pray out loud is uh-huh. not what we should be aiming for here. <laughs> right. Like you don't have to write an essay right, to God. Right. It really is just take something that is encouraging to you and hold on to it until you know, your anxiety goes away or whatever it is that's sure. going on. Yeah. yeah. And as Dan Harris's book, it's called 10% Happier. He's not yeah. saying this is going to cure all of your things, exactly. but you hold on to it. Maybe you'll feel 10% better. Exactly. I think 10% is very doable. I, I threw a question on yeah. our notes and I was wondering, what do you think is the end result for for those who never engage in in any kind of meditation or prayer or mindfulness mindfulness is another word yeah comes that, along with it. that comes along with this whole thing what what does the person who never does any of this look like and i don't want to judge anybody but i'm just saying like what what I if mean, you never knew that this was a thing i i think you could probably manage your life fine okay like i again like there are people who are not into this and probably do perfectly well. Sure. Just, you know, I have a sun lamp and there are probably, there are people who manage their lives fine without the sun well, lamp. that's true. And I guess it just depends on, on your well, personality. On you. And yeah. some people are low stress people. That's true. And they may just be naturally meditating without even <laughs> realizing right. it. And the, yeah. And it may be them you know what I mean? Right. To me, you can train your response to things. Yeah, definitely. Right? You've seen me do the normal face stuff. I love the normal face. Yeah. You want to explain what normal face is? Oh, man. Blum and I have been in meetings together, and I love I love his normal face. I'm bad at it, but it's, no, it's-, it's kind of like a poker face, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody says something just... Outlandish. Completely... Like, what just happened? I can't think of an example, but I know it's happened to us several well, it's, times. It's, it's like you would get up and just say some complete nonsense. So, like, I would, come, nonsense. I would come storming into the room and announce that, like, we should do the podcast in Chinese, <laughs> even though neither of us speak Chinese. Right. Like, that's utter garbage. Right. Or like, hey, you know what, guys? Let's all come into work an hour early tomorrow and, uh... Yeah. Have, yeah. Sit around and color. <laughs> Right. That's nonsense. Exactly. We're not coming to work an hour. No, no, no. Coloring tomorrow. So, um, so Blum normal faces it while you know me and a few others are very visibly showing on our faces what we think of your nonsense. But yeah, yeah. I, I taught myself to do that. I know. And there are some people who are just normal face people. There are. Yeah. That's weird to me. Well, that's not you. My question is: yes. Are they are they reacting and just not showing it, or are they just not reacting? I think you start with reacting and not showing it, but uh-uh. then eventually it becomes oh, second nature. You fake it till you make it. And then you just don't react. Oh, man. Because, like, if somebody comes in and says, do the podcast in Chinese, yeah. and I go, like, no. no. You know, <laughs> just say, like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I think there are people who are just naturally more inclined uh-huh. to kind of take things as they come and, uh-huh. and not overreact to anything, which is... 
yeah, I'm, I'm envious of that. I don't have that. I mean, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to love myself enough to be okay with the fact that that's just not me. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are other benefits of, of having an overtly, you know, emoting kind of yeah. <laughs> personality. Well, you are who you are, player. <laughs> that's exactly right. right. Like Jay-Z said, um, yes. But say say you are a person prone to um, anxiety or or depression or you know just I guess the milder version would just be fits of melancholy melancholy or or even just like you have intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. um, that you that you don't want to be having. I think you what you would see from that person is you would be able to manage those a little bit better. Sure, if if you meditate, yeah, right. And so I'd say if. Someone wants to get started with this who's never done it before. If you go back and listen to Blum's method, you, like, you could come do, on. You could do that. <laughs> you could do that right now. You could do that in five minutes. Push pause on this podcast. Yeah. Well, what I would say is <laughs> set a timer for two minutes. Okay. And just try and do it for two minutes and acknowledge the fact the first time you're not going to do very well. Right. And then just be like, ah, Blum told me I wasn't going to do very well. Right. And just to recap the rest of it, it's like find a find a spot that's relatively uh-huh. distraction free, sit comfortably, but you know, sit up, but sit up because that kind of opens up your airways uh-huh. a little bit. Okay, sit up, and then just close your eyes and focus on your breathing. Close your eyes and focus on your breathing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and try your best to sit still. Like something itches, don't itch it. Just <laughs> let it be. Wait a minute, you're saying I can't scratch? Don't scratch. Okay, no D- scratch. Don't if you can avoid moving. Don't move. Okay. So it's almost like I acknowledge that I have an itch right uh-huh. now. And, I'm just and they'll go away. Yeah. It's oh, weird. Right. It is. They, they'll go away. Okay. If you need more guidance in, than this, and some people may, some yes. people may be, you know, distractible to the point that like, I cannot sit quietly uh-huh. for that long, for even two minutes. There are, we're inundated right now with apps, with, with apps to help uh, with meditation. One of the ones, I think I have this one. I never use it, but the Headspace app is one I think that's pretty popular. And and I think it's free. I think there's there's obviously a level of it that is free or I wouldn't have it. There's probably a paid version as well. And they'll just, they have the timers and all that are uh-huh. built in. Yep. They may even give you like um, words to focus on and that kind of thing. I haven't done one, so I don't know. Yeah, there's a ton of good internet sites. You could find a YouTube video. There are like 80 million billion books you could buy. <laughs> you could buy 10% yes. Happier by Dan you Harris. You could get 10% Happier. I found YouTube videos that are short and they're just like these little meditations. And they're from Goodful, good F-U-L on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. has, has meditations that are pretty decent. There is mindful.org. Where they give you kind of a rundown of what mindfulness is. And there's basically, they just give six steps for mindfulness. I had them up earlier. But anyway, pretty simple to get started, I think. So it's low cost, no materials really that you need. Mm -hmm. Like you can just jump into this today. And I think obviously now, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, now's a a time when this may just be something that people get to the realization where it's like, okay, I got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like a like, bridge until things get calmer. Right. So life right. raft until things get calmer. Yeah. I like that. I like the the imagery of a life raft. And you may find that you, you, you get to the point where you really enjoy it and you just want to build it into your, into your routine. It'd be interesting to see like, not just heart rate, but like blood pressure too. My mm-hmm. blood pressure was high at the doctor the other day. I know the struggle, sister. You do? Oh, yeah. 
Ugh, I don't want to do low sodium. That's so boring. Maybe maybe we'll do a second episode. Yeah. <laughs> called lower your blood pressure because <laughs> I actually did it. Did you you were able to lower your blood pressure? I was. Is it low now? Yeah. Nice. Do you think meditation helps? Uh, probably a little bit, but I got a better plan. You got a better. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna well, after we stop recording, I'm gonna get all my advice. Explain <laughs> your blood pressure. <laughs> I don't even know. I can explain my blood pressure pretty quickly. No exercise, alcohol, Jerry, terrible food. Jerry doesn't listen. That's right. <laughs> Not listening mode. Well, what else do we want to say about meditation? Uh, give it a try. Yeah. This totally is do this it. is one of those things that is low effort. Yeah. Solid reward. It's not going to change your life, but it will improve it a little bit. And if you're stuck in your house, it seems like a natural fit. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we would love it if you would subscribe to Explain Yourself wherever you get your podcast, even in that little purple thing, purple app that is on the iPhone. Um, and if you have a minute to review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be super duper of you. What's the purple app? I don't know. I just push it and then the podcast come up. It's a little purple guy. <laughs> Is that Apple? The Apple podcast? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, definitely do uh, listen, subscribe, tell your friends about us. That would be great. You can find us on, um, like we said, Instagram and Twitter at splain underscore yourself. Follow us there. Um, we got people pushing out content for us. Actually, it's Muscle Hamster. And, yeah, and, and if you want to talk to me directly, I run the Twitter. So if you tweet does. something, I will answer you. He you will. Could, you could talk to your favorite celebrity, the Muscle <laughs> Hamster. It's just me. You definitely should. Yes, and the other thing, and I'm not suggesting this. I am mandating this. Diddy Bread and I have a friend named Candace Morris who is an unbelievably good singer. So talented. She's like Broadway quality singer. Yeah. Um, and she just released a single which is called Come Clean. And you can find it on any of these music, streaming music Yeah, whatever sites. music streaming service you're using, you so can find it. I want you to download that immediately. It's called Come Clean. Come Clean by Candace Morris. Candace Morris. Candace is C-A-N-D-A-C. And also follow her on Twitter. Her uh, Instagram handle is Cam Dangerous. Can Dangerous, excuse me. Can Dangerous. So buy the single, Come Clean. Uh, you will be happier that you did. She's unbelievable. Yep, do it. You won't regret it. I guess in the meantime, we wish everyone good mental health, as good as you can get it right now, and we encourage you to add this phrase to your list of mantras, always Always be be ready ready to to explain yourself. yourself.